how you doing? You're listening to the Shine the Five Method with CJ. I'm your host, Chris and N. James, a.k.a. CJ, the creator of the Shine the Five Method. What is that? You may be asking. It is a trusted system to help nine to five women push past mediocrity so they can shine in their own businesses. So if you are juggling a nine to five with a side business right now, then this is for you. Let's work together on breaking up with your employee mindset so you can be in the driver's seat of your life. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun, sometimes bumpy ride. But girl, I'll get you there. Joining me today is Kristen Miller. She is a digital marketing expert and business coach. And we are going to be talking about how to scale your lead generation with digital courses. Before we get into the conversation, I want to give Kristen a moment to shine. Tell us more about yourself. Anything that you'd like us to know, you take it away. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for having me, CJ. I'm super excited to be here and to talk to your audience. I feel a really big connection with your audience because that's how I started as well. I had a nine to five corporate job and I wanted to get out of it. I did my side hustle for a really long time. I started out as a blogger, moved into owning an agency with creating sales funnels and digital products for other people, then turned that around, started doing it for myself and created a course called the Get It Together Girl System. And I sold over $100,000 in about 10 months. So that's my claim to fame. But during that time, I was able to leave my nine to five job. And that was a huge accomplishment. And then scaling my business since then. So I'd love to talk to your audience about, you know, how to grow their lead generation Mm. with digital courses, because digital courses really allows you to save time which I know a lot of side hustlers and freedom seekers really want. They really want that time freedom. Yes, freedom seekers. I love that. So you said you were in your side hustle or you ran your side hustle while at your nine to five for a long time. And I know Mm -hmm. there are many who can relate to that or feeling very stuck at their, their, they don't feel like the timing is right. So when you say a long time, how long was it about (laughs) there about? It was about four or five years. Okay. Okay. So that's a long time. It is a long time. But, you know, during that time, did you, while you were running your side hustle, did you know, okay, I'm only doing this. I'm going to leave one day. Now's not necessarily the right time, but I'm working towards making my way out that exit for good. Absolutely. When I started my side hustle, I mean, that was the ultimate goal. I thought it would happen faster than it did, you know? But that was the goal. When I started my blog, I wanted to be a six-figure blogger. I wanted to quit my job. And the the nine-to-five job that I was in was very secure. I was working in IT for a healthcare company, very secure health insurance, good salary. So it was difficult. I was with that company for 13 years. So it was really hard to make that switch. Mm. And at, at one point, so this is one of the parts of the story of my story that I really love is that I was waiting for that time to feel ready. Wasn't happening, right? I just had to do it. I had to jump even though I didn't feel ready. Mm. And then everything, you know, fell into place. Yeah. Jump before it. Because, you know, waiting for the right time, a lot of times, time, 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 a lot of times there's no such thing as the right time. Something will 
no. always come up. So you said during mm-hmm. that time you came, you create, you started creating courses while you were still at your your corporate job, or was you once you kind of started to make the transition? I believe I made my course after I made the transition, but I was in digital courses and creating them in my agency for other people before I made that switch. Okay, okay. And speaking of digital courses, when you hear or you think about a digital course, you're thinking of a service-based type business to create a course. Is it, I know, of course, there are very successful courses out there for product-based businesses as well. Do you say, what's the first thing to kind of identify this, I can actually create a course around this and <laughs> and not be putting in as much work yeah. for my clients. Yeah. You know, I really think that a digital course works in any industry, depending on how you set it up. Whatever your customers or clients need before they talk to you, if you're a service provider, you can provide that as a digital course. If you're telling people the same thing over and over again, mm. that could be a digital course, right? It doesn't have to be as big and complicated as we make it out to be. So with the Get It Together Girl system, that was the plan, the the digital course that I created at first, it was a bundle of digital products for moms to help them plan their lives out. So there was a meal plan, there was a digital planning system, there were some templates and things like that. So it wasn't like one big course. It was a bunch, it was a, a, a bundle of products. So really kind of bringing it back down to earth and, and sticking, you don't have to have a big gigantic course. You can have smaller digital products like a planner or a calendar or uh, just a guide to teach someone whatever you're doing. There's there's a digital product out there for everything. Yeah, I like that you you differentiated because I feel like the word course mm-hmm. might scare people away and turn them off and go, I, I, yes. I can't, a course, I can't create a course and there needs to be steps and there needs to be this and it needs to be this long. And so a digital product <laughs> just makes so much yes, more sense. Yeah. Digital products and digital courses, really, they go hand in hand. A digital course is a bit more of the step-by-step learning how to do something, but a digital product can also help someone do something and it doesn't have to be a big thing. So actually what I specialize in is lower ticket digital courses and digital products that help someone with a very small solution, mm. right? It doesn't have to be like how to learn social media. That's huge, right? There's many little topics inside there, but maybe it could be like how to do an Instagram reel. And I'm just using social media as an example, right, yeah. but smaller courses with a smaller solution so that you might even think like teaching someone how to make a reel isn't a course, but it really is because it's it's a digital product that's teaching them some small solution. Right. So it's as long as you're teaching someone, you can you can create a solution for your target audience mm-hmm. that essentially you can create a digital a product around it, a digital product mm-hmm. around it. And that's a good segue because yeah. we're going to be talking about like scaling your lead generation. And that's something I feel like the entire state yes. term we can dissect. So when we think about scaling our business, let's explain that to our audience, because I'm thinking back to the early stages or even when you were still at your your corporate job and running your side hustle you might not necessarily have been using the word, I want to scale my business, but we, mm-hmm. of course, as now seasoned, more seasoned entrepreneurs, understand that. But what does it mean in like really simple terms to want to scale your business? I really think it means just to grow your business. 
So once you've gotten to a place where you know your what your business is, you you know what it what you want it to be. Because a lot of times we get get into our side hustle and we're kind of like trying things out. We don't really know exactly which what direction we want to go. But once you've figured out which direction you're going and you want to grow that and earn more money, mm. make a bigger impact, that's when you're you're looking at ways to scale what you're already doing. Right. And so a lot of times that means growing your email list. So lead generation, bringing people into your business, growing your email list is a really big part of it. And that's where you can add digital products right away. And I really love putting this hand in hand because a lot of times people think that they have to grow an email list and then at some point in the future, launch a course, right? But it doesn't have to be that that time intensive, right? It doesn't have to be six months down the road, you create a course. Mm -hmm. You can sell someone something immediately as soon as they join your email list. And that's going to give you more momentum and more money to grow and scale your business. Yeah. And growing, and you know what, as you mentioned, growing email lists, this is something I always touch on with my clients because they're already feeling like, oh God, like where would I start with with growing my email? How do I get people's email addresses? And how do do I grow? Mm -hmm. once I get their email address, what do I do with it? Do I say, and and they get all in their heads about growing the email address, but it's just yes. you know you you we think about it, and they, they gravitate towards social media and the platforms because of course it's it's just easier to be able to share your content and show your content on social media. But then what happens if social media is no longer available, and whatever you post or you share on social media technically is no longer your own, but an email list you own it. So. As far as generating leads through digital courses, digital products, what are some things to to want to decide, okay, I'm going to create this digital course slash product? What are like simple steps that they could take to further solidify their decision or the their their next steps in in creating it to generate leads? Grow their email list. To generate leads, think about what problem that you're solving for your customer. What are the things that they're looking for, right? So what are the questions that they're asking on social media that you can say, here, I have the answer to that. Here's my free opt-in. And then right after that is the next level thing. So whatever they need right after that free opt-in, you got to think about think about it as like a journey of from where they are to where you want them to be later on, maybe a bigger course or your service that you provide. What are these tiny little steps that they can take in between? So whatever answers their first immediate question that they're asking on social media, that should be your freebie or the very first thing that they see, right? Because they're, they're going to be like, yes, that is exactly what I need right now. And then they sign up for that. They give you their email address. And instead of just saying, okay, goodbye, I'll email you sometime in the future. Right, yeah. Offer them the next step. So once they got that first answer, what's the next thing that they need? Can you sell them an ebook? And it doesn't have to be long. It could be 20 pages in, you know, that you make in Canva that you can sell for $10, right? What's that just next level thing that they need to, to know that you can charge them a little bit for? And those customers who make that purchase are going to stick to your email list, right? They're not, they're going to open your email. They're going to click on the links. They're going to be more valuable to you and more interactive and engaging on your email list than someone who joins just for a freebie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there'll be, there will be the ones who join just for a freebie. And once they grab mm-hmm. it and they get that first or that follow-up email, 
you get the unsubscribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's all a part of, yes. of the process. Not everyone is going to be your ideal client. So if they, or mm-hmm. your target target client. So if they do stick around, you want to be able to ensure you nurture those relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you definitely need to have that follow-up email sequence. And you can continue to tell them about that product. So say it is an ebook and some people purchase it right away and some people don't. That doesn't mean they're never going to purchase it. You can send them a, a series of emails to say, well, maybe you missed it. You know, maybe you were busy when you signed up before. Here is more information about that ebook and give them more chances. And then, you know, if they fall off your email list and they do, and if, if they do purchase it, then even better. Yeah, they do purchase it. So once they have made the decision that it's time to scale my business because I want to be another term that comes up a lot with courses and digital products is evergreen. So it's Mm -hmm. especially while you, you know, it's, it's thinking about earning that, you know, that consistent stream of income, how much ever it is. Is that what they should be thinking about at the beginning when they create the course? Is there a difference between the types of courses that you create or products that you offer mm-hmm. that you just want to keep them as evergreen? You want to be able to nurture the... It's, is there a process to figuring out? I'm trying to stay curious. I can I can leave you and your zone of genius to, to answer all these questions. But is there a process to... The person figuring out, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna offer this little thing and make a little extra cash while I'm sleeping. Yeah. Or yeah, well, the important thing is to have evergreen products because you want to continually be bringing people into your business, especially with your opt-in directly to a lower ticket product. You want that to be evergreen so that it can be running all the time. You can put ads out. You could put posts on social media. You can put Pinterest pins out there and it's continually running in the background to bring new people into your business. Now with higher ticket courses, Mm -hmm. you might want to do like a launch model where it's only available for a certain amount of time because that gets people to buy faster. If they think, oh, I can just buy this whenever, they may never just take that step, Mm. right? So we're, we use digital courses in multiple places in our business for different purposes. So at the beginning, the lower ticket digital product is to bring in people to our business who really want to be there, right? Because they're paying you already. They're going to pay attention to you because when people pay, they pay attention. But with the bigger ticket products, we have to use them a little bit differently, right? They're to amplify our message there to bring in more income. And so we need to use them a little bit differently. Yeah. And as for the launch model, launching in and of itself could be a beast. If you have the right support of a template or something to follow, but someone who doesn't have that, doesn't have those resources, when it comes to launching a course or a product, what are the important things they need to, to be able to, or steps that they need to be able to follow to ensure it's a successful launch? Because some launches, it's happened to mm-hmm. me, some launches can absolutely flop. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's going to happen. That's part of business. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that I think when you, when you think of planning and launching a big course is that you give yourself enough of a runway to really do the job right, right? So if you are doing a webinar or if you're going to do a challenge in order to launch it, getting people involved and signed up for those things are going to make a huge impact. You don't want to just one day send out an email and say, I'm having a sale on this $1,000 course, right? No one's ready. There's no event around it. Usually with the higher ticket 
course launches, you need to do a webinar to like warm people up and tell them why they need it or do a challenge or a workshop and get people registered for that event so that they show up so that you can tell them about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get them to show up and that's usually, or at least hold their attention long enough (laughs) that, you know, it generates some interest. So are there any other, for like lead generation, for growing your email list, are there other things that should be kept in mind? I know they're like funnels are really important as well, because once you get them on your email list, once they sign up for that course or that product, you get them on your mm-hmm. email list and you want to nurture them. The timing or the process of nurturing them from them getting the product if, be it free or a, a low price to getting them to sign up for that high ticket or buy into that higher ticket offer. Is there a, a time frame for nurturing these these? That's a great clients? question because the timeline that people stay on your email list is much, much shorter than it used to be, yeah, right? right? And it's all about attention marketing and the fact that we just got so much stuff coming at us every day. Yeah. So when someone comes onto your email list, whether it's from a freebie or even from a low ticket purchase, they're only going to stay paying attention to you for a few weeks to a month. Okay. Okay. And that shocks a lot of people when I say that after a month, your email list goes stale. And that's why you have to continually be bringing more people in because as soon as they're in, they're on their way out, right? That's a natural process of an email list. And a lot of people stay looking at their unsubscribes. Don't worry Don't about worry that. About yeah. Do not look at that number at all. It's a natural process that people come in and people go out, right? Some people stay longer than others. So when you're thinking about your nurture sequence, and this is why I said in the beginning that you don't want to wait six months in order to launch something after you've, you've started growing your email list because they're already not paying attention to you anymore after six months. You want to email them within the first month for sure. Okay. You want to email them once a week, at least bring them into a Facebook group where you can nurture them one, you know, one to many and really try to make that connection as soon as possible. So a lot of people have their nurture sequence set out like every 10 days, but that's not fast enough. It has to be like every day for a week and then weekly. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Because we think, I think we get caught up in how many emails you're sending out and because we're yes. thinking a, a, as yes. well about how many emails people are already receiving. But if yes. they've already bought in and if they stuck around, they stuck around for a reason because I've noticed that the people that, you know, sign up for my free product and by the time a couple of days go by or that next email co- goes out, they have already left, but there are the ones that stick Mm -hmm. around, right? So they're sticking around Mm -hmm. for a reason. So you think about, don't pay attention. Like you said, don't pay attention to the unsubscribes. That will really be, that will really bruise your ego. (laughs) But we have to get used to the fact that we're not trying to speak to everyone anyway, and we're not for everyone. So it's just really remembering that part, that piece as well. Any other, any other tips, anything else that... When it comes to scaling. You know what I say inside, I say thank you to everyone who unsubscribed from my email list because, you know, you a lot of times we pay per person for right. email address on our list. Yes. And if they don't want to hear from me, if they don't want to purchase my products, it's like, goodbye. You're, 
you, know, you don't need to be here. So thank you for unsubscribing. Maybe you'll find your way back. <laughs> exactly. And I think about that too. Like if they, they don't want, you're taking up very valuable space. <laughs> so yes. If you yes, don't want exactly. to be there, that's okay. That's okay. That was mm-hmm. something I definitely had to get used to once I started to grow my email list as well. I was like, oh, 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 so-and-so unsubscribe. And especially if it's somebody you know, yeah. somebody in your network. And like, I know. <laughs> oh, I can't even believe it. But now it's like, oh, okay, great, cool. Like I can feel yeah. that spot now with somebody that actually sees a value in what I offer. So yes. anything else for like really simple things for someone who's still in the, still torn between the two. So they're still at the nine to five that they don't want to be at. They're feeling unfulfilled, but mm-hmm. they're trying to focus more on their side business. Time is a huge challenge as well, but they know that they're they're on their way out the door. They know mm-hmm. that they're, whatever they have established in their side business, there's some true, true, true potential here. I can see this thing growing. Time is a bit of a challenge right now. What else can they do to scale or generate leads or to grow their email list that using a digital product or a digital course? Is there anything else that they can keep in mind? Well, once you have that first initial digital product, like you mentioned funnels, you can have multiple in that funnel. So you have their attention and you want to keep their attention and you continue offering them things. There are more advanced strategies like adding an order bump and then a one-time sale of something that's a little bit more expensive so that when someone comes in for something free or for that very first low ticket product, the first thing you offer them is $10, but they end up spending a hundred because there's a couple different products along the way. And so it makes that, you know, meeting that one person go a bit farther. So we're not, we're not spending more energy reaching more people. Mm-hmm. We're making what we're doing right now work harder for us. Yeah. And having that evergreen foundation, it's going to be really important when you want to scale your business and save yourself time because you're making money whenever they join your email list and you don't even have to launch anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Making money. That's, and that's the thing too, when you think about, when you are still being torn between the two worlds is you want to ensure that your business is mm-hmm. generating consistent income that gives you the confidence to be able to walk away. So having that product yeah. that it doesn't really, I mean, the price of course will matter, but to know that something mm-hmm. is consistently bringing in income really does help with mm-hmm. your confidence with growing that business. Yeah. 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 I mean, even if it's a $10 sale, that's a huge confidence booster because if you can make $10, you can make $1,000, you can make $5,000. It's just, you know, that first step in making money in your business. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you are, we can go on and on again. I can ask 8 million questions about this, but this is, this is your zone. This is, so what do you have? Like, where can people find you? What do you have? And of course we'll share stuff in the show notes as well, but anything that you have coming up, any products <laughs> that you may have that somebody needs to sign up for? What do people know, need to know about Kristen Miller right now? Well, I do have a freebie called Lead Magnet Secrets, which goes into this process a little bit more of how to create a lead magnet that really catches people's attention so that they don't jump off of your email list on the very first day. Mm-hmm. There's also an offer after that on how to create that tripwire product, that $10 product. So definitely check that out if this is interesting for you because I really think that this is the way to grow your list and make money at the same time, which is an amazing place to start. Yeah, it is an amazing place to start. And as we're wrapping up the 
the conversation. And I know you kind of already said you thank people when they unsubscribe because they're taking up valuable space and we need to remind our, our listeners of the ebb and flow of, of being an entrepreneur. And that's part of that ebb and flow. Do you have a nugget that you can leave with our listeners today? Something that she needs, needs to hold on to? be reminded of as she scales her business. One thing that I always say is just keep moving forward. You know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Everyone's talking out there, like all the gurus about they made so much money in a month, but really it takes time to grow a business. You know, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's you're growing something that's going to have a lasting legacy and to give yourself time but keep moving forward. But keep moving forward. That is perfect. And is there anywhere that they can before? Okay, I'm trying to let you go. I am. I promise I am. <laughs> but is there anywhere that they can check the show notes, of course, but where should listeners follow you to learn more from you? Well, on, on social media, I'm at Hello Krista Miller pretty much everywhere. Okay. And I also have a Facebook group where I'm very active and share a lot of trainings on this and other ways to create digital courses and digital funnels. Okay, so the link to that will be in the show notes so they can follow along and learn more from you. And I want to thank you so much for being here with me today and sharing because even I learned. I love, this is why I love having people on because I I constantly, I'm a perpetual student, so I'm always learning. So thank you for being here with me today and sharing your expertise with me and the listeners. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. All right, that's it for now. Question, what was your biggest takeaway? I'd love for you to share your thoughts in a review and better yet, share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this. If you are ready to make your side biz your main gig, which means taking center stage so you can shine in your business, I invite you to connect with me. My website is kristenandjames.com or you can find me on any social media platform at kristenandjames. Take care until next time. And as I always say, have a sparkling day.